You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of May 12th, Mother's Day, 2019. This is episode 117. From that sweet city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And just getting done with rubbing aloe vera on all my red skin from getting sunburned, I'm Chris Powell. On this episode, submitted for your approval, one professional computer tech who, after two decades of experience, is searching for something more secure. A path of protection that would keep the villains at bay and his family safe from online harm. You're about to enter another dimension, a dimension of not only privacy and security, but of a defensive mindset. A journey into a wondrous land of masked information. Signpost up ahead. Next stop, the Bellingham Podcast. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that. Hook. How you doing, Chris? Not bad. Glad it's uh, Friday as we're recording this. Glad it's beautiful weather out there. It is beautiful. You're a little bit uh, right around the, yeah. right around the collar. Are uh, you okay? I was uh, last weekend. Uh, I w- was on a ferry, F-E-R-R-Y, uh, uh, on across one of the bays, heading over to Port yeah. Townsend on the yeah, Atlantic yeah. Peninsula, and I went outside to enjoy some sun. Guess what? Ten minutes of sun exposure, and my skull turns red. Oh, dude. <laughs> anyway, what's going on for you? I just. I'm, I'm enjoying all the weather. Uh, the motorcycle is yes. all prepped, so I've been I've been riding in every morning. So it's been nice to be on two wheels. You get your motor running, and you're heading out on the highway. Yep. Nope. It's great to have a little bit of wind in my hair and bug in my teeth. So yes. we're good. <laughs> it's protein. Hey, uh, we, let's let's give a shout out to our, our moms and moms out there. I want to take a, a minute just to give a special uh, Happy Mother's Day to the single moms that are listening, or you may know of a single mom. Uh, in your life, whether it be from a spouse that has passed away uh, uh, well before their time or through other circumstances. What you do in raising your kids, all the single moms, all the single moms, oh, I'm almost, uh, yeah, almost yeah, taking yeah, your yeah, thing almost. There, um, is superhuman. And you have my respect. Uh, I may be able to speak for AJ. Yes, that, you are speaking for me, of course. That the Bellingham Podcast's collective heart goes out to you. You're the all, goods. And all the work that y'all do. So hopefully on Sunday you get some uh, love from your kiddos and uh, some love from those that are around you. So And you're getting love from the Bellingham Podcast. That's right, because uh, we love y'all. Yep. Anyway, uh, AJ, how has your mom made you a better person? Hi, Mom. Uh, my mom... My mom is awesome. Growing up, I always thought she was the Rolodex. Like Rolodex. I know. As we're talking about technology. And oh. this was this analog technology where, you know, you could have names and numbers and addresses. Yes. And uh, my mom was basically that for me. Like, I literally, it was like having, uh, hey, Google. Oh, man, I just probably tripped everybody who just Sorry has, about sorry that. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, anyway. Ahoy, digital assistant. Uh, ahoy, digital assistant. Uh, and I'd be like, you know, I, so-and-so's address. And it's like, oh, you mean the one off of, uh, you know, the, 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 the Big Bird Lane? Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm going to go over there. Okay, bye. You know, like, whatever. Or better yet, like, oh, man, I need to call such and such. And my mom would be like, oh, yeah, well, 360, blah, 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 blah. This is back in the days where there was only one phone in the house yes. and it was attached to a wall with a cord, by the way. So, like... You know, literally, my my mom like it was my mom was like the 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 home assistant, you know, uh, as well as being the homemaker, uh, and with it, that's where I've gotten a lot of my organization. You know, where it's just like I, you know, yes, I I live and die by my calendar, but the reason why I I I have time management skills is from my mom. She taught you well. Mm-hmm. So uh, my mom, happy Mother's Day, mom. Uh, happy mom, happy Mother's Day, mama. <laughs> so, uh, growing up, my mom was able to help me. 
uh, learn which fork you're supposed to use at the dinner table, hmm. uh, correct grammar, yep, and uh, correct uh, etiquette. But yeah. one thing she she my mom did, taught me all the great words not to say in public. Right, <laughs> <laughs> can't say that about my mom. But anyway, I can. <laughs> uh, one incident uh, in in particular comes to my mind. I so little known fact. I kicked gluteus. Uh, G-L-U-T-E-U-S. Glorious gluteus. In spelling bees in middle school. And so one time I was able to go to Seattle uh, for the statewide spelling bee. Uh, and there was a written test and then they would be followed by a, an oral spelling bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen these on TV, I think. Did the written test of 50 words, had lunch with my parents who came along with, and they posted the, the words on a sheet of paper outside the whatever. And I looked at it and go, wow, man, this is cool. I, I can only see like three that I think I misspelled. And my parents were like, oh, that's great, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They called the names up on the stage for the oral part of the spelling bee. I didn't get my name called. Oh, bummer. And uh, I'm like, oh, that's too bad. All right, well, let's catch the ferry and get head back home. Uh, and, but not for my mom. <laughs> she she went to the uh, organizers uh, of the uh, event and said, could I see my son's written spelling bee? Uh, page, please. Sure. What's the last name? Powell. Okay. Went searches. They couldn't find it. Hmm. And so they searched for it. Turns out it was still underneath a buried pile of other papers. Oh, and man. they looked at it and they graded it and it, I'd only missed three words. <laughs> and then they have a problem because the, the oral spelling is currently going on stage. Oh, man. As they're doing this, yet I should be up there because the cutoff was at like five misspelled words that for those that can get on stage. So they had to stop the oral spelling bee. Hold the presses. Hold the presses. Bring me up on stage. Make an announcement. And so I'm looking like a doofus. You know, it's like, oh, I'm here. Middle to, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it, that wouldn't have been the case if it wasn't for my mom going to bat for me and uh, asking the question. So thank you, Mom, for that. You showed me that if something's not right, trust your instincts and ask. Yeah. So anyway, uh, hopefully the Mother's Day uh, will be a happy one for y'all. And uh, so I'm, I'm taking the lead on this uh, episode, folks, because I kind of like strong-armed AJ. Uh, in, there was in... no strong-arming. <laughs> it's just I've had a busy week, and I'm like, Chris, I'm going to I'm gonna play your Flavor Flav, dude, because like, I'm just I'm tired. Like This has been a busy week. So. I'll be Chuck D. Uh, so... <laughs> I've been doing this deep dive, as I've alluded to in the previous episodes. I've really gotten into uh, this this realm of privacy and security online. And I've done a lot of research and listened to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of articles, read some books. And I've been listening to him all month. So, yes, he's done a lot. Yes. And so um, the, the, previous to this, I had been using Google Chrome for the like, yeah, web browsing. Yeah, Yeah. I teach a class on how to use Google Chrome effectively. Uh, Gmail was my personal email account. And with that, a calendar that I was able to have calendar coordination with my wife, uh, with our family activities. I used Google. Uh, I, I teach a class on how to leverage Google searches. Um, I used a password manager called LastPass, yeah. which is still cool. Uh, but I, you know, this is where I'd save all my accounts. And, oh, guess what? A lot of the online accounts I used had the same password in it. When you started. When I first started. Yeah, yeah, when you started. Right. Mm -hmm. I've uh, been using Apple Messages, you know, like on the iPhone. Blue bubbles. Blue, uh, blue chat bubbles. Blue yeah. Bu yeah, blue bubbles, to, yes. Yes. Anyway, using Apple Messages to communicate with friends with my uh, original carrier uh, phone number <clears throat> and then using our bank debit or, or actually a credit card in our bank uh, for online purchases. Right, right. The, well, the standard operating procedure. All of that has changed. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> in the past two or three months. And so I've made some changes in my technical life. Why? 
you're teaching these classes, Chris. You're, you're uh, practicing what you preach. Well, here's the thing. After doing a lot of research and kind of taking the red pill, if, if, if for you Matrix fans out there, um, I got tired of my email, my web browsing, my calendar appointments, my photos, and a lot of search requests being stored in Google's uh, arsenal of servers. Well, why? Why? Because they keep everything. They have access to everything. That email that talks about that Amazon purchase I made, that is compiled in a data profile associated with my Google account. Sure. And that data profile is being marketed who knows where, but is also available to be connected to other sources so that there can be a profile about me and myself that I didn't really give permission to. And yeah, there's the terms of service and the end user license agreement. Bite me. Um, No one reads that. No one goes through with that with a fine tooth comb. Is that B-Y-T-E me? Yes, computer bite. Exactly. Thank you, AJ. Yeah. Um, And so I I don't, I've had this for a while and I wanted to put a barrier between my online life and my personal life and also my family's financial resources. Valid. So how does one do that? Well, I went down the rabbit hole. I went first. I've taken the technological bullets. And I'm here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to share with you some of the things that I've discovered by hook and by crook in how should you want to try something different with your online life that you can uh, maybe, dare I say, de your life. Well, and also the tack that you're taking is also not that of like tinfoil hat, like, you know, all the government is is listening in on you and every phone. No, you're literally coming at it from like, oh, holy, holy bonkers. If Uh something comes in and commandeers that one account that you just said, you know, then it puts in all of this other data that put for your, not just you, but also your family in jeopardy. That's, that's right. I agree with you. Uh, We live in a state currently where it's not a matter of if it's when a business gets popped online, meaning popped, meaning the bad guys are going to access those servers and download a metric crap ton of usernames and passwords to sell on the dark web or the deep web or whatever, the, you know, the, the, the dingy green web, whatever you want to call it this week. Um, your information is at jeopardy of being sold to the highest bidder, you know, from Which these- is about $28. Okay, fair I'd, enough. I'd heard somewhere. No, that, uh, each I'd, breach is worth about. Uh, yeah, like if, you, if if somebody wanted to get like a folio of, of breaches, like the going rate on the dark web is like anywhere from like $28 to $46, sure. I think, depending so, on what the, the data trove is. Right. And that 28 bucks can get someone a username and password that if that is uh, getting their email account or to other information, that is tied in with a credit card account, which is Bingo. probably has a lot more than 25 or 28 bucks in its account. Yeah. That's a concern for me because I really don't want to have a conversation with my beautiful wife uh, once we see a negative balance in our yeah. checking account. Yeah, yeah. Can, you, can I get an amen out there? Yeah. So here's what I've done to try to at least eliminate a potential uh, attack vector, <laughs> which is what the kids oh, you're, are saying. You're starting to sound like one of them. Yeah, I got my tinfoil, uh, not the tinfoil hat, but I got a hat on. So let me talk Let me talk to you. So instead of Google Chrome, and Google Chrome's a fine browser. It's quick. It's extensible with a lot of add-ons and, and such. But I just got, cons- I have concerns about that piece of software, both mobile and desktop, being made by a company or being offered and updated by a company that collects a whole lot of data on us. Mm-hmm. So there's another web browser software out there that's done that's 
updated and developed by an open source company. A bunch of people around the world are contributing to the source code to eliminate bad lines or malicious lines and keep in the goodness, uh, Mozilla Firefox. Now, they are one of the top browsers out there as far as you know, use market share or user share. Mozilla Firefox is very similar to Chrome, ladies and gentlemen. Use the same core. Uh, the Chromium? Chromium is yeah, the core. Chromium yeah, Chromium core. You still type in www.bellinghampodcast.com, and you'll still come to our website in Firefox. You can ad- adjust it with a theme. I like black. Go figure. But that's the default. Uh, yes. Uh, but I like matte black. Oh, okay, fine. You know, like the the, the 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 there is none blacker or something oh, okay. like that. So you can get a different color if you wish, um, and you can use the same add-ons extensions to secure your browser, keep it uh, from getting pop-ups and uh, uh, notifications and uh, other distractions, and also to make it uh, a better experience for you, just like you can in Chrome. So it's like, do you like a Dodge Challenger, or do you like a Chevy Camaro? Or do you like a Ford Mustang Shelby? They're all muscle cars. They all are going to get you there fast. But which one is, has got the better engine? And which one is not got that little, um, what's, the, what's the thing that they got for the dealers, the, 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 the lock or the tracker thing that they put on? Oh, low jack? Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, one trying, car doesn't have a low, a low jack, jack on it, it. that yeah, tracks yeah, where yeah, you've Google. been and how fast you're going. That should have. be a new service. Welcome to Google low jack. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, auto insurance companies are doing that. Oh. Uh, we could talk about this in a future episode. Uh, in order to get a lower insurance premium, yeah. my beautiful wife uh, has agreed to put one of those thingies uh, in, uh, connected into her car to rate uh, speed uh-huh. and uh, miles driven and everything like hey, guess that. guess what? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Except I don't have a dongle. And it's actually an app, and we'll talk about it. We we might uh, stay tuned this summer, folks. More coming. Uh, But this kind of information, I kind of want to roam where I want to, like the B fifty two said. So I'm I'm currently using and getting really familiar with Firefox, and got to shoot straight. Firefox is a great browser for your desktop, Windows or Mac. Uh, For an iPhone, and I can't speak to this on Android, but. For iPhone users and iPad users, you've got a Firefox app for free, or you've got a Firefox Focus Yeah, I use both. App, and that's a privacy-focused app in which it doesn't, re- it doesn't have bookmarks or anything. It's just like a kind of a one-shot uh, thing uh, in which uh, you go to your browser, and then you can delete all of your browsing data with one click yeah. of a button. But something else you do have to worry about with Firefox is that you might have to tune into us terrestrially on... Community-powered 102.3 FM and streaming at KMRE.org. That could be our new hook. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're still trying to figure it out, We're folks. working it out, y'all. Stay tuned. <laughs> anyway, um, so I've been using Firefox. Now, uh, Gmail. Hundreds of millions of people use Gmail. What else is out there? Um, Yahoo Mail? No. Uh, there's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the world of encryption. I want to have a little bit more mm. s- safety and stability. Outlook. <laughs> so anyway, AJ, keep drinking. <laughs> Um, there is a website out there called protonmail.com. We may have mentioned it in the you know, on previous episodes. Totally have. Free account, 500 megabytes uh, of of email storage space. This is this is the gateway drug to the world of online security. Uh, it's a very uh, sparse interface, kind of like how Gmail started off. It used off. to be, yeah, used, yeah, how it used to be. Instead of all these user interfaces changes that occur every quarter, I should know because I teach a class on it, and I get to explain to my students what's changed in the past few months. Anyway, Proton Mail, secure encrypted email based in Switzerland. Thank you very much. Uh, they are definitely. 
uh, there's a there's a term called zero knowledge uh, software where the company that is providing this uh, your software cannot get access to your data. Yeah, Google cannot say that. Uh, Proton Mail has worked out wonderfully for me. I actually paid money to get the plus level in which I was able to get five gigabytes of storage. And I don't I don't yeah. need gigabytes of storage. I'm not getting a lot of photos and a lot of huge right. PDFs. It's more like who emails anyone any anymore anyway? Well, we're in a different predicament because we're also doing freelance stuff. So I'm, yes. I'm thinking like my invoices, like yes. those are PDFs. But sure. I mean, so the the five gig, the plus that you're spending, like how much a month, how month a year is it? Uh, about fifty. So fifty a year for for email, especially yeah. for a business. I mean that, and and you're you're securing that data set, that information. Remember, your invoices yeah. aren't being read by anybody but you and maybe your accountant. Sure. Plus all those other websites that you might have if you have your own uh, at. Uh, chrispal.com right, right, our domain yeah by the way i don't have chrispal.com that other guy has it but anyway say i had chris at chrispal.com i can bring that into my proton mail uh, account set up a domain and now all that email is coming in through a secure uh, location not gmail yeah. that's an advantage to me so check out proton mail we got a we got a lot of link in the, the show, show notes. notes drink Dr heavily drink so with uh web browsing we've talked about this in the past a VPN, virtual private network, is becoming to be essential in the Roaring Twenties decade that we ah, are. Ah, there's the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, I'm going to use this every episode till it catches on. Uh, we are going to see the the VPN software market kind of take off because I think more and more people are going to want to say, you know what, I don't want others tracking what I'm doing or illegally or unauthorized grabbing this uh Internet traffic. The one I'm using right now, I'd used NordVPN, N-O-R-D VPN. They're the goods. They're a great company. Totally. I wanted to learn more about another company, so I went with private internet access. Now, with VPNs, do not, hear me now, do not get a free version of the VPN because we're talking about online security. You get what you pay for. Yeah. It's going to be about, sing along if you know the words, about 50 bucks a year about four well actually for private internet access it's eighty dollars for two years or about three fifty a month. If you got if you can afford the thump of a payment right then and there, it's three fifty a month, about maybe twelve cents a day to be able to have secure web browsing. It's such an easy install on both devices. All it's devices. Cert, all yeah. devices. Plus you have a whole lot of locations to uh, connect to. So, for example, I'm on the West Coast. You're kind of you're creating a tunnel that others can't see to get to your internet websites. I can connect to Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, all the major hops up and down the West Coast. I don't see a noticeable slowdown in my web browsing traffic. And that's important so, when you shop for a VPN. Absolutely. So, um, using private internet access. How does one Google without using Google? Um, is that not not the B word? Oh, darn. I can't use that one? No, we're not going to use that one. Okay. So there's, Ask Jeeves? <laughs> that was back in the day. <laughs> Man, you're hitting the Wayback Machine. Well, that one it. always uh, had I had affinity for because if you went to AJ.com, it would resolve to Ask oh, Jeeves. Oh, you see? you I, I really wish I would have got I that one. I can see why you'd have the affinity for that. No, we're in 2019, and no, Ask okay. Jeeves is not relevant. So Bummer. there is another web browser out there called DuckDuckGo.com. I like DuckDuckGo. It's a, it's a, it's a uh, cheeky... A uh, little logo duck, of a duck. Duck. Yes. Go. But their searches are uh, very good, and they don't track nor save nor uh, – they don't store your search history. They don't They don't target ads at you. It's just a simple uh, 
search engine yeah. sites. But I'm not quite using that one. Okay. I've discovered another one. Who? It's called startpage.com. Got it. So startpage.com gives you Google results, but it's an, an anonymous search. So therefore, startpage.com masks your IP number. It masks your location, your web browser, and your operating system, and a whole lot more. Now, when you search for UGG boots, I'll use your, you know, your, your search, Google knows what computer, what, all those things. Yeah, the you client a, agent. It's a bit of a data profile on that search that ties back to you, where you were when you made that search and on what device. That's a little intrusive in my uh, perspective. Start page is like that anonymous Google search. It's like a VPNized uh, search engine. Pretty much. So uh, check out startpage.com. <clears throat> um, and then, you know, as, uh, as I talked about LastPass, which is a totally valid, uh, very uh, well-developed uh, password manager, I want to learn more so I can advise clients or friends yeah. or, or people that I care about in other options. I like giving people options. So I've already got LastPass dialed in. I teach a class on it. Uh, shameless <laughs> plug after shameless plug. This is the Chris Powell episode. And I endorse this message. Thank you very much. Uh, there's another password manager out there called Bitwarden. Bitwarden.com, very similar interface. It's, uh, you know, but what I like about this one in comparison with LastPass, now LastPass is really skookum because you, it has this feature that you can auto-generate a password. But Bitwarden goes one step further. If you don't care about your password, and we'll do something about the, the password manager stuff later on, um, you can auto-generate a passphrase. Yeah, with, I like this. I go five words with dashes in between, about 30-plus characters. Crack that, bad guys. Uh, that is something that is really impressive uh, for me. And so I'm going down that rabbit hole, and I'm trying to actually use a website called Blur. Blur. Uh, um, B-L-U-R. Actually, it, it's made by a company called Abine, A-B-I-N-E. Oh, okay. So that link, if you do A-B-I-N-E blur in your search, hopefully on start page, <laughs> what blur does is that you can take your ProtonMail account and then have what are called masked emails. They're, they're randomized characters of another type of .com. You copy this generated email account to go to your Amazon account or your eBay account or your Facebook account. Facebook and those big companies get that randomized character at whatever.com and it forwards those messages to your ProtonMail account. So you're not giving them your personal email account, yeah. which is golden. So it's basically making like aliases. You can have like literally yep. Chris, if you had a Facebook, ChrisPal.com. Dash Facebook mm -hmm. at uh, blur dot at, at, at uh, opaque opayq yeah, dot yeah, com. That's yeah. kind of uh, cheeky. I like that. So many masked emails. I can have one for each individual site. So if somebody attacks that that vector, yep. gets that email and that password, it doesn't matter because it's only it, well the password's all randomized, so it doesn't matter anyway. Yep. But the the that actual email. Um, they can't try it on your Yahoo account to That's try to correct. log in because it's only good for that one account. Yep. Should PayPal get hacked right. and they get all of the usernames and passwords, they'll have one unique one for me and a unique password for me and it won't apply to any other website. Yes. That is really steps forward in, mm -hmm. in protecting yourself. But you still online. access it through one. Yep. I mean, it, it's just one email account mm -hmm. to you. So, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, so th this one's a tough one with my phone. 
the the last one we'll talk about uh, is is so there's a thing called SIM swapping out there, and your phone, your area code, and your phone number that you have with your mobile carrier, <clears throat> uh, it's it, it, there's a little plastic thing that is inside your phone. It's called a SIM card, subscriber identification module. Uh, I, I'll take your word for sure. it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> don't know the words. I'm making it up, but I could be right. Um, this, some person can use social engineering with your mobile carrier if they find out if you're on Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or one of the, whatever. Call their customer service, say, hey, I'm Chris Powell. I have a new device. Can you, uh, can you give me a new SIM card or activate the SIM card on my new device? Yet they're three time zones away. Right. And if they have the correct code or password of this information that they can tell the customer service, all of a sudden you don't get to make any phone calls on your current phone device because someone else now has your number. And all that multi-factor authentication stuff we've talked about in the past, yep. it's going to their phone, not yours. Which is the reason why I believe NSA has actually uh, blacklisted uh, the two-factor authentication to text for that very reason, yes. as opposed to uh, in favor of an authenticating app. Right. So to combat this, there is a company out there called MySudo, S-U-D-O.com. MySudo allows you for free to have one e uh, phone number and also a corresponding email account. If you, Hey, single guys, in case you want to... If you, in case you want to protect yourself in the dating world, and oh, by the way, guys, I have a beautiful wife. We've been married over nine years. Before her, I dated a little, and I had a rather torrential, a tumultuous relationship. It did not end well. Wouldn't it be great if that phone number that you shared with that person in a tumultuous meeting, lunch, uh, interaction, or maybe even on Craigslist, or when you're trying to sell something online... If things go south, you go, burn that, give me another number for a buck, and all that disappears. This is another way of, of uh, increasing your online security. But what I'm doing, I'm taking it one step further. I'm telling all my family and friends gradually, yeah. hey, here's my new number. And with this new number, I can still get text messages. I can still call them through my iPhone, through the app. Via if I'm on cellular or wireless connection, doesn't matter. And I can also get emails from this masked email that is also with my pseudo. I actually went up to the three number plan one for family and friends, one for retail online, and one for travel. Gotcha. So this is what I've learned, and I'm putting it into practice. Mm -hmm. So by checking out my pseudo, now you can start. If you really don't want to share your phone number with uh, this retail company that wants to, you want to sign up for that uh, frequent buyer card. Now you can give them a phone number that doesn't tie into your personal phone number. A lot of these tools and a lot of these websites that I've just mentioned are kind of, uh, it's a work in process. But I wanted to share because I'm finding some, I'm, I'm actually having fun now. Good. The satisfaction I'm getting with realizing in case a website gets hacked or, or breached, it's not reflecting back at me. That password that I might be using on a number of websites does not matter, but I'll, I'll shoot straight for you folks. This is an arduous process. I've had to bombard AJ with a lot of ranting and venting. But I do, I will, I gladly take it because I mean, out of it, we've one of the last things that you forgot to throw in there is uh, a cross platform um, messaging system that yes. is not 
uh, owned by, say, like Facebook or whatever, because that's the other problem that we've discovered is, you know, as as good as WhatsApp is, I have friends abroad that use it. It's owned by the big F. You know, if you're on a Google phone, you've got Hangouts owned by the big G. You've got Apple with messages, even though they are encrypted. But again, when you move off of that, wouldn't it be nice in a world everybody had the same color of bubble? That'd be nice. So... What are some? What are two apps that we that we've used? Well, going down that encrypted messaging communication hole, <laughs> uh, Signal is a uh, website or is an app that uh, ties in with your current phone number. So if you're going to go down the MySudo route, you got to get Signal tied in with that number, because anyone who's in your uh, contact list that's also on Signal will show up to you. That could be helpful, mm-hmm. but this is a totally encrypted communication, so therefore no other eyes are able to see what's going on. Yeah. The other app that I, or the, the other solution is called Wire, like w- the word wire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's what W I R E Wire. Wire. It rhymes Chris, with Chris wire. Bells. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, encrypted communications. You can have group chats. You know, we uh, we've been using Slack for quite some time, and Slack just isn't encrypted enough for me. And so I'm like, hey, guys, let's try Wire for a little while. And son of a gun, it's actually a nice Slack alternative. It is. It is. And also they market it for personal and business. If you use it for personal, it's free. Um, But still, you get all the encrypted features, Mm -hmm. um, save some of the more business stuff. The business side, you pay per user in your business. Sure. And that's their monetization. So they they are a paid for company, but they're uh, as opposed to Signal that's free Mm -hmm. and also, I believe, open source. Yeah. So if you have a family, for example, and you don't want to deal with the group chat Oh and, my gosh. and if you may have Android phones, and if you're really concerned about Google, like me, give Wire a try. Yeah. Uh, here you can have the family chat, the f- close friends chat, and it's all your little uh, tribe. Yeah. So, you, know, you know the one feature in, in Wire I really like? What's that? Ping. Yes. Being able to just like ping you as opposed to like, hey, dude, are you around? Yeah. Like, it's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, a whole lot of information, a lot of food for thought. We're approaching a uh, stick of fork into time. Yeah. I think we're about done. Yeah, that wraps it up for this 100 and, let me flip my notes, 17th edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to listen to our podcast. Remember, if you're in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on community-powered KMRE 102.3 FM. And also streaming at KMRE.org. And also streaming at KMRE.org. I'm still working on that shtick, folks. I'm AJ Barce. And I'm Chris Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. Seriously, you put the hook or the the shtick at the back of the notes. I I would have looked at that earlier. Yeah, no, it's duplex printing. It saves trees. Okay, save the world.